There's a sale approaching. Go to shrimpenvy.com. Look across their entire website of shrimp food, shrimp themselves, shrimp accessories, shrimp life. Find what you're going to want to purchase. And then, between the dates of November 18th and November 28th, we have finagled a code so great it can only be done once a year. For Black Friday! Use code THANKSGUYS, all one word, THANKSGUYS, for 25% off the entire site. Don't miss out. Go to shrimpenvy.com. You will find incredible deals for the time period of November 18th through November 28th. Stock up. Make people envious. Go to shrimpenvy.com. And remember, it does support the podcast. Thank you. Also, I'm going to be trying to do shout-outs at the beginning of the episode. I'd like to shout-out Corals in Moore in St. Peter's, Missouri. Go check it out. Uh, I've got pictures from fans. Uh, apparently, they have quite the fun and popular scene there. So, shout-out to Corals and Moore. Go support your local tropical fish store. And let's kick that podcast. Jimmy, they have adult Happy Meals. That is so twisted and weird and, and <laughs> wild. I bet you've gotten two or three already, haven't uh, you? My wife made me go immediately. Oh, so. your wife made you go. She held a she gun. I, she goes, hey, Robbie, Happy Meals. Happy Meals are on sale. And you went, door slam. No, no. She's basically like, want sex? I'm like, yes. Happy Meal. I'm like, kinky? <laughs> if that's all she charges is a Happy Meal, I'll bring a Happy Meal over here when you're not home. <laughs> She's cheap. Well, anyways... My uh, wife wants a steak dinner. I uh, I am your host, Rob Zolson. I'm Jim Colby. And uh, today we are joined by Derek Schumann of D's Fish Co. in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Hi, friend. Hello. Uh, Schumann, these are the toys. Uh, my, my wife, I, I brought home, apparently you have two options. It's a 10-piece chicken nugget uh, or a Big Mac. That's the main thing. And then, you, of course, you get fries, a drink, and a toy all in a box. Well, the toy for the adult Happy Meal, it's literally Down Syndrome Grimace. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, 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 they lost me there, but I'm still okay with having any type of toy. Like, so They that, look like they grew up under the power lines. <laughs> I agree, totally, 100%. There yep. you go. You know, it, it's kind of like Grimace ran the microwave with the door open way too many times. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. They were just trying to show like a vintage microwave feel. So, my question is, is what is the cost of this? Is it like... An extra couple of bucks, so you get a. I think right now is about the same price. Like if you wanted a Big Mac meal, it's the same price. Or are these like <laughs> cup toys, or what's the deal here? I don't know. They, like why they, would they think that's a good idea? I don't know. But the first thing I'm going to do is spray mine with a coating, and then use it as aquarium toy. You know, my, put it right in my tank just to confuse my playcos. You know, just looking at them. My thought is, who's who, who's their market? It's stoners, and so you're home, you're wasted, you're stoned out of your mind. You pull out four eyed grimace, and you go. Oh, he looks normal. Yeah, all the toys have four eyes. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, if you're stoned out of your mind, you probably go, ah, pff, maybe maybe they've only got two eyes. This makes sense to me. Yes. Well, uh, tonight we're we're gathering here. Um, Adam is a, a busy gentleman. We're going to do the next podcast with Adam. I swear he's not gone. Uh, but this one's more of an in-person. Deal. I think you killed him and ate him. Killed him and ate him. This podcast is more of an in-person deal. This is just you know we want to one review your new store, Derek, and we're going to get to that, right? Uh, but this is also uh, stories from the internet, uh, not to be confused with story time uh, trademark. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> that way we can hear about how Jimmy put airline up his ass. No, you know, that instead was of Rob's. That was you that did that. Yeah, that's so. Disturbing. I still get letters of. Uh, I got one guy that says he did something similar, and he had to message me about it. That's just yeah. disturbing. Has anyone sent you a brown airline yet? I didn't know they made it. I know they have colored. Well, you've made it. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> you, you know what I hate about those those silicone those silicone. Um, uh, tubes that you shove up your ass, they all smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Uh, for, for context, uh, please lead, listen to the story time episodes. Uh, Is that the culprit right there? Yeah, no. Looks no, like there's a little mold on years that one. ago. It was when I was a child. <laughs> a child. And every day my wife goes, Rob, Rob's is so childlike. And I go, yeah, I know. So it was like last week. Um, so a few updates. Uh, one, I like to take like the things that I've learned through the week or time since we've done a podcast and try to throw a couple in. Most recently, I was talking to Derek. And uh, Derek, you have a new fish store in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. You're now mm-hmm. open f- since, what, June? June 3rd, yep. June 3rd, and today is October 6th for those that are listening. So you'll see how long it takes us to get this edited and uh, published. <laughs> yeah, he'll be having his first anniversary uh, when, when this comes out. Happy New Year, y'all. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> y'all, uh, but uh, so you've been having uh, some undescribable issues with it, discus. <laughs> yeah. So you got a bunch of different discus in, big discus, uh, little discus, and they all seem to kind of stay alive for you, um, but they just you'll lose one every blue moon. I had a specific group come in that they all did really well, really well, uh, and I still have two in there that are thriving. I brought another group in, and uh, they're hiding staying really uh dull colored in fact really dark like almost blend into the back uh, black background done water changes i've added plants i've tried dither fish can't figure out uh did you play your ukulele in front of (laughs) that i haven't well put that on the list but apparently all you did one day is you uh swap uh, swapped in another filter and Mm -hmm. then turned up the air chooch to i don't know nine thousand. yeah so you have a full tundra of air going in the center of a 55-gallon tank with your discus. Yep. And uh, today, they looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that was all it took, was some of your fish was needed more oxygen. Correct. Because of their fat-ass selves. Yeah. Didn't uh, didn't put two and two together about the warm water deal until uh, Clean the Sponge Filters decided to turn it up a little bit, and now they're doing great. So for those that are listening, especially if you're a beginner aquarist, if you have an aquarium and you don't have bubbles, ask yourself, where is the oxygen coming from in your aquarium? Some people put those hang on the back filters, but the water level is right up against it, so there's no turbulence in the water, no oxygenation. Yep. So don't be afraid. Just If you don't have a bubbler, get one. And if you don't, if you just have a small stream, don't be afraid to you know turn up uh, the Poseidon jet up to, to 11. <laughs> 
it, yeah, it, you need you need surface agitation. If anything, just for your own amusement. God, if I knew, just need agitation, I'd send my ex-wife over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so what would you like to do first? Uh, a bit of an interview on the store, or would you like to get into creepy-ass stories? Mm. This is Jimmy's call here. <sighs> I give it to Derek because he's the guest, but he's the point of uh, focus here, so... I think we should should do Derek really quick. All right, because if he's disgusted as much as I am about this whole, we both can leave, and you're you just going to continue go on by yourself. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you can tell who did the homework today. Well, I I, I did prepare once. I talked to you this morning, and you kind of told me what it was about. I did prepare a lot for this particular. Did you segment? I did. First thing I did. Did you bring the rum? No. First thing I did. I, I, I when I got home, I took out a towel and some shampoo and a scrub brush, and then. Because imagine by the time I get done with this podcast, that I'm just going to feel really dirty, and I like to go home and then and just scrub myself with a scrub brush in a shower and just kind of cry quietly, like that, that scene off. Uh, oh, what was that? Ace Ventura. Yeah, Pet Detective. Yeah, that's kind of how that's how I feel about after these podcasts. I just feel this kind of dirty, like I got raped a little bit. I'm okay. born as a man. Enough <laughs> about naked Jim Carrey, and more about you. Yes. So, what what on earth made you? Uh, want to do a become a poor fish store owner? <laughs> well, I mean, really, yeah. who made you do this? Who 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 put the gun to your head? And, and what motivated? Do you need them dead? There was a little bit of peer pressure, <clears throat> a little bit a of lot. peer pressure. Uh, no, mostly I got. Well, I've been I've been keeping fish since I was like five, so pretty much my entire life. Uh, at one point in time, I had about sixteen tanks rolling in my house. Um, got very sick of working a nine to five, not even nine to five, but factory work. So what did you do before you said factory work? What, what did you do to the factory? Um, I kind of... Besides played, hate your life. Well, I kind of played all the roles there. I worked my way up the ladder, got sick of that, uh, made it back down on the floor, and I was in charge of their receiving department. Uh, just wasn't for me. Didn't like it. So decided to choose a different path and ended up with a fish store. So what was your goal and how did it change from your original vision? Ooh, I got it with a good question. <laughs> Before the sh- before the store, he wasn't suicidal. This is true. His beard was also significantly <laughs> shorter. That's right. <laughs> and, and this man has a beard almost like it's getting like halfway to his belly button. He's a little ZZ top. It's it. pretty close. Yeah. No, I guess my goal was uh, find something I could tolerate doing day in and day out. Nothing specific. Nothing like I wanted to be X. No, no. Excellent. I just wanna. Just wanted to sling fish and decent job, yeah, and and smile doing it pretty much. Be your own boss, yeah. That's there. That has perks for sure. So, do you like working for yourself, or are you a dick to yourself? My boss is an asshole. Yeah, I hear you. When you look in the mirror and just flip yourself off (laughs) (laughs) and go back to work. So, uh, you got the store in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. It's about what do you say, a thousand square feet on the main floor? Yeah, pretty close to that. Yep, and you got. Somewhere in the department of a matching back room. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else can you tell us about your store? Give us a audio-only tour. Mm. Well, there's on the floor itself uh, close to 60 tanks, uh, various freshwater fish right now working on saltwater, 850-gallon um, koi pond in the middle of the room uh, with some really nice mixed butterfly and, and standard koi of various sizes 
Um, it's kind of the vocal point. When you walk into the store, you see this 10-foot giant box with a waterfall coming out of it, and you just have to go see it. He even has these children footstools so little kids can get up and over the edge to mm-hmm. see what's inside. And, and and he's too cheap to, to feed him, so he's got a nice little... Yeah, I mean, gumball machine where you can buy the food and feed the fish. You know, twenty five oh. cents, and they'll basically jump out of the water for you. Yeah, I, mean, I got I got customers that come in just to do that. They just feed the koi and off they go. Have you ever thought about doing that, like with Happy Meals, and just have Rob <laughs> sitting there? People would come in and hand a Happy Meal to see Rob eat. Throw him a fry, watch him flop like a seagull. Yeah. I feel like the moment any child saw one of those toys, would be the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> we gave them to my kid. Those Happy Meal toys. We got three of them. We gave him the toys of my kid, and she just looks at him, and she chucked him across the room, and that was that. Oh, I believe it. It was the best. I would chuck him also. They're sketchy. Right. Like, I recognize three of the characters. What the hell is that? Oh, so we have Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie, and then they have a new character called Cactus Buddy. I don't see how he's a cactus. He looks like a pile of chicken McNugget goo. He looks like a yellow, um, uh, what are those, uh, freaking Morty. Mr. Meeseeks. Oh, a really bad version. Yeah. Yeah, like they hit the wrong box button. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever remember the Mr. Bill show on Saturday Night Live where they, oh, no, oh, no. Kind of looks like Mr. Bill <laughs> a little bit. That was Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Oh, we're getting way off track here. I've never seen Saturday Night Live. You need to get. You know what you know, night's on? Saturday. Oh, I was going to say. They moved it to Fridays because they're bringing back uh, uh, Jay Leno. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not happening. Um, So you've mentioned 60 tanks. Uh, Mm -hmm. Most of your tanks are 40-gallon to 75-gallon. Yep. You do have this uh, really nice shrimp rack uh, stolen out of my basement, but it looks too good to ever ever not have in the store. (laughs) Uh, You also have one of them fancy overflow uh, beta racks. Mm Mm-hmm. now, people think you can just buy them, set them up, and they're going to work. What's the things they need to know about those racks? And for those that are, don't know, if you go to Aquarium Co-op's channel, you'll see a bunch of these, uh, was it 36 units? Uh, yep. 36 um, individual half-gallon containers holding betas. This is the exact same rack. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so when you get one of those, it is the black rack, uh, the little plastic trays that the cups sit on, the lights the plumbing uh, in the rack itself, and then a glass sump. But there is no filter media, no pump, no nothing. Uh, so that was interesting. There, the, ho- the size hose they use is a very weird oddball size, I found. Uh, scrambled to get some filter media put together for that and all that whatnot. Pot scrubbies, God Pot bless. Pot scrubbies, yep. yep. It's quite a mixture now. Uh, it took a lot of ceramic, but it, uh, it's working out really, really well. Everyone's uh, very impressed by it. So, no, the first thing you had problems with was the l- there was no lids. Mm-hmm. Didn't know you needed to have lids. Yep. Yep. With beta, you absolutely do. So what did you use? There was some sort of material. Uh, I actually went to local hardware store and got the gutter covers, like you use for your gutters on your house. Uh, they got little, like, half-inch holes in them. I just cut them to size, put them on top. It works really well. You can still get fo- uh, food through when it's feeding time and perfect and then i I know that you first started out um and you had a nice set of betas 
and you got a second batch in, great set of betas, and then you had one person uh, bring in a beta and return it, and you're like, oh, I'll just put it in the recirculating system, and then suddenly began killing your betas. Yeah, so I'm not even sure what it brought in, uh, but it wiped them out real quick, unfortunately. So now I run a, what it was, a 26-watt UV sterilizer in line. It's like a 14-inch UV bar that you just dropped in your sump. Mm-hmm. And just continually sterilizing every piece of that tank. So now it's a quarantine beta rack yep. on top of being a sales rack. Just in case, you know, some kid spits in it or Jimmy comes over and, you know, drops another fish dildo. <laughs> that's, all, that's totally me. You know, I, I think I've, I've told the story a hundred times where there there was a guy in Florida that we went to see. And everybody in Florida is in such a uh, populous state. Everybody's moving all the time. And they would come and say, hey, you want to buy my fish? I'm, I got to move. And he'd go, no, but I'll take them. And anyway, so he would throw that fish that's been in somebody's tank for four years in his tank. It would get it could kill everything. So what he did is he bought, uh, I think it was a hundred five-gallon tanks. Uh, for next to nothing, and he put them all together, and, and it didn't matter what size fish it was. He had a 10-inch Oscar in there. He'd have a Betta in there. He'd have some, and you would just go through there, and, and it was just amazing the, the amount of stuff that people gave him, and he would just put it in the tank, and he'd put a price tag, 10 bucks, all the fish in his tank. And uh, he said it, um, he, he made like $15,000 in profit over the course of the first year. And uh, he said he spent about, uh, I think it was $700 he spent, he had somebody come in and put, put some professional uh, shelves, and um, they're probably pretty high. They're probably like six feet up in the air. So you almost kind of had to get on your tippy toes to see what was in each tank. But each tank had something bizarre or weird or somebody's old, you know, big angelfish that was the size of, you know, you know five Timbuk inches. Tulane. Right. <laughs> you know, and then you see, you see something like a, a one-eyed placostomus or something. And he said, you know, I've never had to take a fish and... and and dispose of it. He said, I've sold every damn fish unless it jumped out, he said. But I mean, he, but that he had just gotten burnt like you did where, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden it takes down your whole tank. Well, now what he has uh, in the back room, you set up this fantastic acrylic unit mm -hmm. and that seems to be doing some justice. So in the bottom, you have another sterilizer just like the back and it's a bigger acry acry acrylic unit that's supposed to be for um, your saltwater uh, orders. He just uses it as a sterilization unit to... Yep essentially quarantine everything that get, comes in from strangers. Yep. You have a separate quarantine for your other fish, but uh, um, the, uh, the questions that I got are how do you handle um, how do you handle some of the things that come in that are small enough to go through the cracks? <laughs> well, we found out beta can go through those cracks, uh, which is not necessarily a good thing. Uh, but I have, what, 16, 17 rack, or, uh, tanks in the back that I have set up for quarantine now. Um, that tends to work out better for the smaller ones. Just put them in a 20-gallon in a or something like that. So no filter grade, just move them to something different. Just move them to something different, yep. Easy enough. Or what do they become, Robbie? A sump molly? Sump molly. Sump yes. molly, yeah. yeah. They, well. He has sump mollies anyway. Kind of. Yeah. You, you have sump live bears because you don't know what they are. Once they reach the sump, they don't really live that long because that uv light but <laughs> they're gonna get they're gonna get a horrid wretched tan you just go hey i got these glowfish oh you've got those pink ones well i don't know they kind of glow in the dark from the <laughs> uv sterilizer uh would you guys like some floridian live bears oh they're not from florida though no no they're just really tan yeah mm -hmm. exactly. don't don't worry about it vacation live bears well good deal we'll certainly check it out these fish dot co 
Mm-hmm. There you go. Is the website, uh, and I'm there like I don't know every other day. So if you want to come see the aquarium, guys, that's a great meetup spot than creeping outside our door, right, Jimmy? We like to go over there and hang out and and you know just stare at people. It's kind of fun. Make them feel uneasy. Right. And, uh, you know, bitch, because Minnesota made the penis fish illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time I go over there, my wife always goes over looking for the discus. And she's always over there looking at the angelfish. And it's like, hey, hey, we can get fish, too. Yeah. Empty your wallet. Come make it happen. <laughs> All right. So some stories from the Internet, Jimmy. Are, are you ready? This is generally your favorite type of stuff. I, I'm just scared. You, Hon- you should Hon- be. Honestly, I'll be sleeping on the floor tonight in the fetal position crying. So the stories I'm collecting are, you know, extensions of the hobby. I'm not saying hobbyists did this, but it's 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 part of the theme of the aquarium, guys. So we're gonna have some fun. Uh, first story, uh, I'm gonna see if I can uh, pull up here. Actually, sort of not. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna show you the video, and see what your reaction will be. I might have to skip ahead a little ways here. Mm. So uh, these guys are in Australia, and they're going into an abandoned zoo. Uh, the zoo has been abandoned for many years, and they're going into some of the buildings uh, that you'll see on camera here. So you can see the entire structure of the zoo is crumbling, falling apart. This is an exhibit they're going in that was made of fiberglass to make it look like a fake cave. And it's, it's filmed filmed by the guy who does all the Bigfoot videos. Because yeah, it's so it's, choppy. And it's bad. choppy, scrambled. You know, this would be an epic place for a high school party. Hundred percent. In fact, right there you can see there's yeah. some drug paraphernalia. Mm. And now they're getting into a bigger exhibit area. And you can see... Oh, I've seen this. I did see this also. Mm-hmm. They come into this uh, area and they find this massive tank filled with green formaldehyde. And having a... I think they measure... Uh, that it was supposed to be a two-ton uh, great white shark. Mm-hmm. Whoop. There you go. Collected in formaldehyde. And formaldehyde, highly carcinogenic. So uh, there you can see some of the teeth. Really creepy, just completely abandoned in a uh, Australia zoo. Uh, so this particular shark, uh, let me pull up the info here. In 2012, a wildlife sanctuary closed down outside of Melbourne, Australia. The operator was supposed to preserve a species of giant earthworm, but got caught running an illegal animal park. Uh, one of the creatures, definitely not an earthworm, was a great white shark. The enormous predator was supposed to stay there temporary while its real home was being prepared elsewhere. However, the new owners took over the park and they just kept the shark abandoned in the, the building. Uh, when the park closed down due to illeg- irregularities, the animals were handed over to RSPCA. And at this point, the shark story gets kind of muddy. Not only was it left behind the sanctuary, but somehow it ended up in a tank of formaldehyde. Uh, they preserved the four-meter-long great white uh, shark. Uh, and the park was considered uh, spooky but the shark tank was downright haunting. The corpse, hanging motionless in the green water, recently became an internet sensation after urban explorers encountered the beast and posted the video to YouTube. So these particular people like to find abandoned places, film them for YouTube clicks and content, and they just stumble upon this. Now, uh, moving forward on this creepy story, uh, they found out the shark, uh, they gave it a name called Rosie the Shark. Uh, Perfectly preserved in uh, formaldehyde, and it became viral. The top was off of it. Because it became viral, people uh, raided the, the building. They wrote horrible things in the glass tank. They started throwing trash 
in the giant tank of formaldehyde. Because of the popularity and because of the risk of evaporating formaldehyde out to now as an attraction with people, uh, they supposedly government officials were trying to find a way to get it out of there. It's costly to move a giant tank of formaldehyde. So a organization called, here's the, there's actually a GoFundMe, was, I think it's Crystal Rock? Crystal World uh, decided to take Rosie, drain their formaldehyde, and take the tank with them. And now they have still, they've been trying to raise enough money to restore Rosie in a proper exhibit. So, uh, certainly check yeah, I, I follow this whole thing through there, watching this, and I'm going, why are people trying to save this this dead shark? Well, I mean, the company has already sank in a bunch of money. They're just looking at money to see what they can do with it, and it's looking like they can restore her. They don't have to rip her apart. They can leave her whole, and maybe it's not formaldehyde, but something else to preserve her in another type of museum. I tell you, a gallon of formaldehyde is very, very expensive, so I can't imagine how much it would cost just to put that much formaldehyde in there. They control it now a bit harder than they used to in the United States. Well, so I think if you read in that article, it was a mixture of formaldehyde and glycerin. Yeah, that's that's what made the... Well, the, what they want is they need glycerin, uh, which it costs... They need 20,000 liters of glycerin, which costs between 30000 and $50,000, depending where they can source this. And I'm assuming this was made in 2019, so that was before COVID prices. Mm. So they're they're looking to put uh, put that in there, and apparently they even have a filtration system to make sure it keeps nice and crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a story. Yeah, if you want to see a dead shark, just go on down to the beach in Florida and just hang out there for long enough. Oh, it's creepy as hell. Oh, like, it, yeah. This is the original picture of when it was in the original exhibit. Yeah, that it's, I mean, a, it's a thing of nightmares. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing they could have done is just they could have went out and bought some Jello, and uh, just chilled the room down enough to get the thing stuck in Jello, <laughs> and it would have been a lot cheaper. Because what's Jello? A buck a package? It would take a couple thousand packages. It'd be a lot cheaper. I'm just saying. True that. Right. Well, uh, next story on the uh, the horrible list would be here we go. In 2016. A drunk man arrived in the emergency room with a bizarre injury. That evening, the untamed 28-year-old had partied with friends in Rotterdam, uh, Netherlands. Uh, They had decided it would be a good idea to swallow live fish. I think I've spoken about this in the past, Jimmy. Mm. Uh, Several goldfish were taken from the home aquarium and gulped down without a problem. Then someone suggested another tank occupant. A small catfish, um, a Corydora A. E-N-E-U-S, so Common Corridora. I can never pronounce that name. I always want to say anus. But well, it's it's a it's the albino traditional Corridora. It's the green one. Yeah, mm-hmm. the albino green. Uh, a toxic fish with its spines uh, was threatened, and the catfish stiffened. Their venom-filled needles uh, got stuck in his throat while swallowing. Needless to say, the spiky creature, now stuck in his throat, um, the man started choking, threw up blood and beer, but no fish. His drunk f- friends applied the Heimlich maneuver incorrectly, and the man tried to wash the fish down with more beer, ice cream, and honey. After waiting several hours, they fi- finally decided to go to the hospital. Clearly, they were that shit-faced. Uh, delicate surgery ultimately removed the dead catfish, and now it's preserved in Rotterdam Natural History Museum, uh, joining a collection that highlights the dramatic encounter between humans and animals. Uh, and here is the preserved albino corridora in question. 
<laughs> oh my god. Yes, they have its whole skeleton preserved at the museum. What the hell? And and I tell you what, and this has all happened to all of us. Where you've well, had we've a, all got drunk and swallowed corridors. No, you, you've you, my guy. You you've cleaned up your aquarium and your corridor has died, and all of a sudden you get hungry. Pricked. You get real hungry. You get, pricked, you get pricked in the finger from that those those side barbels. Oh yeah, and you swallow up like a bitch. Oh man, yeah. they are terrible. Oh, I've never had an issue with that. The, yeah, you got to get like you got to actually like break your skin. Mm-hmm. You, if you do the top layer, no, but if you break your skin, uh, skin, yeah, you'll you'll swallow up like a balloon. Yep. So you guys are probably too young to remember, but swallowing goldfish was a thing back in the 50s, and they would have goldfish swallowing contests in high school. Jimmy, you're not that old. No, I'm not, but I mean, it was a thing. People, uh, oh, that was your mom told you? No, I mean, it's a thing. Look it up. Swallowing goldfish was a, a thing just like getting, and kind of the same t- period, like, how many people can we get in a goddamn car? How many people can we get <laughs> in a phone booth? This, these are people from the 50s and 60s who were just freaking bored out of their mind looking for shit those, to do. Those contests where you got to stand there with your hand on the car and wait forever. Yeah, yep. yeah exactly. Well, in Minnesota, we have these concerts on the lake when the lake freezes over. Yes. Minnow so shots. And they do minnow shots, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Well, what is the traditional one? There's a name for it. They call it like the old, the old fisherman or something. Oh, I have no idea. I, I would never swallow a live animal that just sounds like a bad idea it's well, not with gin it's with something oh it's te- it's tequila probably vodka that is yeah. it's vodka mm-hmm. that's it they do vodka minnow shot minnow shot and it's a live minnow yeah like they keep the they keep live well with for fishermen and they yeah. just scoop up and swallow down i i, I told the story before in the, on this podcast my buddy and i mark were down in florida um and we went to the uh the the big fish show down in Orlando at the convention center. Armstrong Cricket Farm was there, and they had had their crickets. But at that time, my my two boys were pretty young. I was with my buddy Mark. He had three daughters, and they had a thing there where if you eat a live cricket, you get a free T-shirt. And and, the, and these T-shirts are bright green, bright yellow, bright blue, and it said, "I ate a cricket cricket to get this T-shirt," and they had them in children's sizes. And Mark and I are like. Wow, let's do this because we don't have to spend money to buy anything for the kids, and there's more money for beer. Yeah, more bang for your buck. And so I watched Mark grab three crickets, pop them in his mouth, swallow them, and go, wasn't bad. <laughs> I go, cool. I grabbed two crickets, put them in my mouth, and then I made a mistake. I chewed them. Mm. Oh, mm. see that? And this little taste of wet grass and guts went across my tongue. And I bought threw up. You know how to make a people want to eat something, oh. you know? And, and Mark goes, well, Jesus, you dumbass. Why didn't you just squeeze a cricket and kill him and then just swallow him? Well, that would have been good information about two crickets ago, you dumbass. <laughs> I would have just looked at him and was like, thanks, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. So we went home with five T-shirts, you know, and we still had... I, we had, I ate a cricket. Yeah, I ate a cricket. And my, my boys thought it was so goddamn cool. They wore them to school. They were so proud. That's awesome. And people go, you really ate a cricket for that? No, my, my dad did. My dad did. My dad did. That's the best my dad story. Like, oh, my, my dad uh, my dad bought a motorcycle. Nope, my dad eats crickets. It eats crickets. Yeah. and My, it, my dad's bigger than yours. Well, my dad eats crickets. <laughs> bad, bad idea. <laughs> Your face. Oh, lots of honest regret there. All right. So, uh, next one uh, uh, on the... Uh, so, the what's the name of this podcast? going to be Things Not to Do? Thing, things Not to Do. Okay. Um, I'm going to ruin the names of this, so forgive me. Macduff Aquarium in a- Aberdeenshire is home 
to several thornback rays. In late 2018, the staff decided to clean one of the tanks. It was filled with ray eggs, known as mermaid purses. And a lot of the saltwater eggs, they're just like sharks. It's those little pouches they have. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, they had to be removed uh, as all the babies had hatched and the cases were empty. Right? Normal cleaning. However, when the employee tried to push the air out of one purse, it would not give. He peeled it back one side and was surprised to find an unhatched ray. The unlucky creature has been trapped inside its egg. Since it was destroyed, the ray still was technically an embryo and not fully developed, and a surrogate shell must be found. The solution, as the guy was panicking, was simple but unusual. They grabbed a sandwich bag. Oh, I thought you were going to say he put it up his butt or something. (laughs) They put it up straight up his derriere. Kept him warm. Mm, Yes. As that embryo developed thorns. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was a sandwich bag as a surrogate. So the su- uh, solution was simple. Um, the ray happily incubated inside the plastic bag for two months and then eventually, quote-unquote, hatched. So this was a success? It was a success. Wow. The day came when the staff thought it was ready to leave the bag. The baby thornback was removed and placed with ten others uh, thrived, seemingly unaffected by its particular past. So, uh, like a good good neighbor... Rob's has your video. So, no audio, but uh, what you're seeing here is they're taking <laughs> the sandwich bag that's been hung in the aquarium for two months, and there's your, your baby inside. It's it's a sh- it's like a meth bag, you know, like you see on Breaking Bad. It's not like the full wide sandwich bag. It's like it was supposed to hold dope. So I'm going to say drug bag. So how does that bag breathe enough that this thing can develop? I don't think it needs to breathe. I think it's just living off its embryo. Well, they had that hole in there for that zip tie to go through. That is true. It wasn't completely sealed, was it? Mm-mm. So now they opened it. It's still kind of at the top of the water. It's a cute okay. little ray. So they just mm-hmm. open the Ziploc, and now they're just trying to, like, slowly coax it out. It's like trying to get that stuck piece of cheese out of yeah, you. Yeah, they're, they're literally shaking it back and forth, <laughs> coaxing it, and there's out. Obviously, it's alive. You see him squirming. Right? Cute little Ray. It's Ray Ray, the meth bag Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that uh, lovely, lovely story. Figured I'd give you the soft, cutesy one before we get to the weird shit. You that was, yeah, that was really... Uh, Cleanse your palate. Yeah. You know, just just for you. And, and, there, and there it goes, completely free swimming like the rest. Yeah. Are, yeah. are, you, are you guys satisfied? So the other night I was watching one of those zoo shows on TV, and they they were um, implanting embryos into bison, into buffalo. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that stuff. My wife thinks it's stupid. But she starts laughing so hard, and I go, what's so funny? She goes, what's coming out of this woman's bra? Did you see this? <laughs> what? So anyway, so they had a specialist who was at the zoo, f- and she was, uh, you know, had a lot of degrees and, and um, really smart gal. And, and, and so anyway, she, they, they brought in these frozen embryos to implant in these buffalo. And once she thought them out, you've only got like 20 minutes or whatever to get them inside the buffalo. And anyway, it was a cool day at the zoo. And so she had this big rod sticking out of her bra with the embryo. She's keeping it warm inside of her bra. And so, she, <laughs> but they don't explain this until after she comes out of the room, and you're going, "Lady, do you know you got a big?" I mean, it looked like this. It looked like she had this big stick sticking out of her bra, 
And then, then she gets over Jimmy, to the, she Jimmy gets over just to the, grabbed an algae scraper from my table and stuck it in his shirt. Yeah. And then she, she, she pulls out this embryo thing like this here, and then they shove it right up the old bison's rectum, and, and they got... Uh, Jimmy, think, that's not where babies come from. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, an asshole baby, but... <laughs> Jimmy's... Maybe that's all Jimmy's experience. Why do you ruin this shit for me? You know, it was just a beautiful thing. <laughs> anyway, they, they knocked up several of the buffalo, I'm just saying. And did it work? That yes, was the moral of the story. But, but the, the thing was, is that... Like our little stingray keeping it warm, it, right? You know, the I, question is, do they use a meth meth bag? Meth bag, and or, or you right. shove it down between her tits. What Sh- was the embryo embryo from? A purebred bison. I, I don't know. They're what, oh, what, they're, what, they're trying not to lose the 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 species line right. or something. Yeah. I mean, because I we've all been down to South Dakota. It's like Nazi eugenics, but for bison. Yeah, there's tens of thousands <laughs> of buffalo in South Dakota running wild. Out and out and 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 the buffalo just do it. Mm-hmm. They don't need yeah. any help. They just do it. They they know how. how it yeah, goes. and there's all they kinds don't need of to baby know buffalo the like Jimmy. So anyway, even my wife said, "Do they not know that buffalo just do it, and you don't need to be doing that?" <laughs> but yeah, so it was a little Marvin Gaye. They they explained it, and I'm still going. It doesn't make sense to me. But it sounds like a lot of way a, a good zoo could spend a lot of money. <laughs> I thought maybe it was one of those hybridized beefalo or whatever they are. No, that'd be damn tasty. You know that? <laughs> These are animals we're talking about. You know, every time I sit down and be like, hmm, would you like a bison burger? I'm like, how close are we to extinction? Yeah, give me that burger. Oh. Double down. Two patties. More cheese. <laughs> Flip I that had, bitch. I had an elk burger the other day. Oh, Was that delicious? So good. Hey, because PETA hates us already, and you just mentioned elk burger. Secret desire? Dead, dead honest here? I want to have a giraffe burger. Oh, no. In the worst way. You, you're going to get so many hate mails. People love their giraffes, I don't man. care. Someday, like, if we can get enough giraffes that we can make a, like, you know, giraffes are <laughs> us. You are so you twisted. Know, burger line. You know, you, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get, you know, just like a turkey, you're going to get the damn neck. Okay. That's what you're going to get. Here, okay. Here's a neck. You eat that. Okay. I'm getting the hindquarters. Help me out here. What's something that's not traditionally food that you think, I, I'd try that. Penguin patties. Oh! Oh! oh penguin patties. Oh. People love the penguins. You guys, you just freaked happy feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're a horrible person. No, actually, I wouldn't eat. I, I just thought it, it sounded cool, but yeah, it wouldn't be half as cool as a koala burger. Is that what you look? You know, because why not have chlamydia on the side? <laughs> you realize that basically 100 percent of koalas have chlamydia. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do we know this? <laughs> no, why, do, why does one have this in his head that Hold he knows? Why do koalas science? Because science. Here, so let koala- me, hold on. Let me Google it. Koala chlamydia. No, don't here, say it. Here we go. No. I'm trying to use the voice app. Oh, okay. Google search. Here we go. Okay, for koalas, uncontrolled chlamydia can cause blindness. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> why the heck do so many koalas have chlamydia? There we go. Uh, Australia begins vaccinating hundreds of koalas. Um, well, here's my here. advi- Here's my advice. Trials began in 2014 showed chlamydia vaccine to prevent healthy koalas from developing symptoms. Um, Why are koalas so loose in in their morals? Why are they giving each other chlamydia? Because they hump like koalas. They're mean. Here it is. In some parts, it's an old article. In some parts of Australia, up to 90% of the koala population is infested with chlamydia. Well, then we should eat them son of a bitches into extinction. There, just pulled it up. I mean, if you you put them long enough on the grill... (laughs) Wouldn't they? When the you leave no gone? pink, all right. If you I want think. the clap burger, then don't leave any so, pink. Uh, okay, I'm not, let's let's not was, have koala burgers. Wasn't <laughs> it like two years ago they tried to cook all the koalas already? 
No, that was a, called a fire. Yeah, that that was yeah. when the whole country was burning down. Yeah. Oh, that was maybe it was just a barbecue, Jimmy. You know. I wonder how a kangaroo is. <laughs> actually, it's pretty good. I've had kangaroo jerky. Yeah, they. What? That's a, that's a common mm-hmm. thing. Actually. Is it? It's rather the, uh, sweet and very lean. My my first my first roommate. His dad was a big game hunter, and he went every year to Africa and did for 30-some years. And Monday was Meat Mystery Monday. I'm not <laughs> shitting you. I am not making this up. <laughs> meat Mystery Monday. And I, I tell you, as college students, we had more goddamn <laughs> spices than you can imagine because Rich's mom would send us this recipe, this bag of meat, and all these spices, and she would say, cook it up, and then... We called her, and she goes, how was it, guys? Okay, and this went on for an entire year. You were the guinea pigs. And 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 we'd have all kinds of antelope and different things. And one night, we had the stuff, and it has the weirdest texture. Weird texture. And... Is this the story of how COVID started and you ate a bat? No, it's how AIDS started. (laughs) Oh, AIDS? (laughs) Oh, God. And and, and so we, we make this this dish and it is it is, smells horrible we got every window open and i'm going i ain't eating this shit and and, and rich goes his mom's name is mary he goes you, you know we gotta call mom and she's gonna ask and and, and show we'd call her up and we guess and if we got it right she has to tell you no if we got it right then she would send ribeye steaks the next week oh it was kind of a contest so you wanted to get it right yes and so mm-hmm. anyway the we're guessing and i'm thinking to myself this has just got a weird texture to it and i and i said i think it's it's crocodile or it's alligator and then rich guessed something and then she told us yeah that was snake Hmm. and that's when i said i'm kind of done with mystery meat night wait is it like every other redneck that's like that shit tastes like chicken no it did not taste like chicken it tasted horrible (laughs) And, uh, yeah, um, Monday, Mystery Meat Night. And well, I highly encourage everybody to do that. Go home and make your spouse something that you found uh, for a roadkill and well, see how it is. I'd like to appre- uh, thank you formally for uh, telling us how AIDS started. Um, well, thanks for telling me about chlamydia. Chlamydia and koalas. It's you, a real thing. If you if you bring up dolphin fornication one more time. We've been there. Mm. Although I have more add-ons to that. <gasps> That's what I should do. Bonus no. episode for the Patreon. They're going to get a little update on the uh, uh, dolphin special. Nobody wants to hear about that. Mm. Uh, just to go with the comments, we are in Discord right now. So if you want to join the debauchery, uh, meet some uh, your fellow fanboys, uh, just go to <laughs> Aquarium Guys Fanboys. It's going to be Aquarium Guys Podcast. I don't know. What is our, our website? Uh, did you just have a stroke? I did. I just <laughs> had a stroke. What's our What's our what? I. Well, if you, if you do it more is. Than it's AquariumGuysPodcast.com. You know what? Do, do, do so more than one podcast a year. You'll remember, you numbskull. It's the STDs. Nuts. Eating the squalas. That's nuts. Go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com. Bottom of the website, you'll find the link. Join the debauchery on Discord. Uh, and consider you know throwing us a few bucks. Patreon apparently is going to start having some more extra content. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Where I, I come up yeah. with new words to call Robbie. All right. <laughs> Now, that, on, are we done? Can I go stories. home? No, you, you derailed us, so I'm going to bring us back I did not track. derail you. I threw in interesting facts, and you brought up chlamydia. So, Jimmy, do you know what TikTok is? Yes. It's what the kids watch short videos on? Yes, because they have uh, um, 
the brawless ones I watch. The brawless TikToks. They do. I can't remember what it's called. It's the bra challenge. The no bra challenge. Excellent. I know what you Google now. Um, however, my feed is filled with aquarium shit because doing research for the podcast. So sure, I, it is. Yeah. So in my feed, I come up and I start seeing this. I can only assume as a kid in these videos. Um, I can't really make a lot. I could always see his hands. So I'm assuming maybe a preteen, maybe teenager. Midget. No, he's a little taller than that. You'll, you'll see the cam okay. footage. Um, he doesn't talk in any of the TikToks. He just has voiceover, which you'll hear. And I'm going to put you through a journey. This is my man. Shout out to the username ThinFrog on TikTok. Uh, this is how I consumed it. So let's let's join together. I'm pretty sure I don't want to do this. Oh, you really don't. Today I saved thousands of frog spawn from drying up. Oh, I've seen there this one. There was oil and trash in there, and it stinks. And it's all drying up. I ended up getting 16 clutches of frog spawn. And in each clutch there is up to 4,000 eggs. So in calculations, there is about 60,000 eggs. All right. That's enough for a frog army, right? <laughs> so, Today I that's video one. So he, he took it out of three foot of water, said it's full of oil. Well, he, he's, he found a swamp, according to the video and the pictures. He found a swamp, and that little swamp's drying up, and there's oil and trash. It must be off of, like, a um, close to a gas station or off a highway, right? So he found a bunch of frog eggs in a shallow marsh that's drying up in his area. Um, he grabbed them and put them in his little pond in his backyard, right? So now we're going to keep going. Bro thinks 120,000 frog eggs isn't enough for the frog army. I think the same thing. Let's rescue more frogs. If you don't know why they are in danger, just watch my other videos. I rescued another 14 clutches, so I now have 180,000 frog eggs in estimation. In a, thinks what in, all a, right. in a 10 gallon pond. No, no, it, it, the, the, the pond is probably, I'm gonna guess, because I've done a, a lot of reviewing of his videos, because this is very fascinating. The pond is one of those preformed ponds like that 200, he has. 200 gallons. It's probably either two to 450, because that's what the shape, I looked up, there's different models in that shape. So we'll just give him the benefit of the doubt and say 450 gallon pond. <laughs> right? It's just a preformed pond that he's thrown in his backyard, and it, it does look like a kind of a suburban area this, that he's in. This is gonna be a nightmare. Right. So next video. Um, and 520,000 frog eggs still doesn't look enough for a frog army. So there is still a bit that I've not rescued and left behind. Imagine being this guy's I neighbor. I love the feeling so much. This bit will dry up within a day or two. Do you think I have the biggest frog army in history? I'm going to take them home and put them in my pond. 740,000 this is all I'm going to have but if I find some in danger I just add them into a safer pond with other frogs. I added some into a spare tank and some in my pond. Follow for daily updates. So I don't know if you got that. He went from 180,000 to 200 some thousand. Now he's 500 some thousand. Uh, he's, he's putting them into another tank on top of his pond and he's got the itch baby. Right, he yeah. just he just can't stop himself from, yeah, these from frogs collecting will, frog eggs. These frogs his, will never live out in the wild. My question is, what kind of frogs are they? Because those are some big eggs for frog eggs. They're huge. They're yeah. massive. Mm -hmm. All right, so next video. Day twenty-one. At the back of the pond, they have all came to the shallow bit, enjoying the sun. Their gills have now disappeared. They was quite a lot of unfertilized frog eggs, but they will eat all that up. Look at all these little babies. I think I actually do have the biggest frog army in history. Just bought some food for them to try in the next video update. Follow for daily updates. 
So uh, he showed somewhat brain tr- brain. Uh, that was frozen blood brain. worms. Blood worms. Mm-hmm. He, he, he he's got so many frogs. He needs to throw a fucking <laughs> whole cow in. He could. Uh, so what you're seeing there on this particular <laughs> video is that they're now beginning to hatch in batches, and all you see on the video is wall to wall, like a solid wall of tadpoles. Like there's no water between them. It's just thousands and thousands of tadpoles that it is now collecting. And now he's beginning to feed them, and he's feeding them quality shit. He's not just putting or letting them hit, eat bugs or whatever they are. He's making sure that they don't die, Jimmy. If he's, I was him, I'd go lock myself in the house because they're going to kill you. Well, There's so many of them. Tadpoles do have a habit that when they're in that stage, they'll go cannibalistic yeah. in certain scenarios. He's making sure that they don't. He's going to end up with one tadpole that's going to be the size of his house. He's dumping in so <laughs> much food, you know, that high-quality food, that we'll see what happens. So the pond water has been getting green, and it's hard to see the tadpoles. So I needed to fix that, so I went garden center and went to different ponds to get some plants to fix the algae problem. This is what I got. I will go to ponds every day until the pond is nice and full with plants. Can you see all the tadpoles in a big group? Can you see? Also it's it's the whole. It's the whole tub. The algae all up. So the pond water has. So. Did you see that? It was the whole tub. It was just one... The there whole, whole there was one small spot that you saw it went, so you could see the bottom. The rest was a wall of tadpoles. It's uh, quite incredible. So now he's, he's getting clever. He's like, hmm, probably should get some plants. So he doused the whole pond and plants and coverage. He went out and stole the plants out of the wild. Well, he, like. he, he purchased stuff to plant them and then got all the plants out of the wild. Yeah. Right? The frog army is two months old already. And the pond needs a bit of a clean. <laughs> because the one point for million tadpoles are shitting oh everywhere God. and making the water like this. <laughs> it is hard caring for the biggest frog army in history. They grow so flipping fast. In two months they went from this to this. And they're getting their legs now and soon they will be one point for million little frogs hopping everywhere like this. So did you notice that the number keeps changing? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a because this the guy blogs all the time. So I'm picking to give you guys a recap of the videos. He went from sixty thousand frogs to now one point four million eggs, and he's succeeding to keep the majority of them alive. Uh, and now they're hatching in batches because every day he while he still hatches, he keeps getting more eggs and growing this he's giant still batch eggs? of shit. He's still collecting eggs. He's still adding. So now it's 1.4 million, right? And that's conservative estimates uh, because of how he measured. He says each ball should be. We know that there's more in those balls. So let's just say 1.4 million, right? There's just four of them here. Imagine one point per million of them. Follow along on this journey. You don't want to miss this. All right. Day 62. Today is cleaning day. The pond water is very dirty. Because one point for million tadpoles have been shitting everywhere. <laughs> First, I got all the tadpoles out what took nearly three hours. Then here I took the water out and cleaned the pond and stones. Then added the stones back into the pond and the plants. Now time to fill up. It's done. The tadpoles are in for big spare tanks and some in a couple buckets. Got to wait 24 hours to get ready. Day 62. So he, he's cleaning Today. it, and it's so bad, and it's making such giant mucky shit, because it's just a giant shit machine. You have, you have over a million frog or tadpoles in a, in a possibly 400-gallon 
uh, pond and other containers because it's so many. That does right? not look four hundred gallons. No, no, I'm no. This I, is one of the other containers. Yeah, this is this is now he's he's collecting more and more. Somebody's got way too much effing time on their hands. He does. That's why this has got to be a child. Not not just because the grammar sucks, uh, and this is whole a childish mantra. It has to be some sort of teenager at best that's doing this. This is basically me when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Um, and there's other ca- catchers that you'll hear in other videos. So let's continue. So 67 days ago now I say, lots of buckets of frog spawn from drying up, and I estimated one point for million frog eggs. Now I have a frog army. Well, not quite yet, but we're nearly there because they're growing legs. They are going to be everywhere. I want to see how this goes. I loved frogs for years. I was never allowed a frog. So now I decided to have one point for million frogs. No, he's an adult. So follow. Mom and dad said no until now. Say that again? He's definitely an adult. Mom and dad were saying no, and now he has his own place so he can do what he wants. Maybe. Maybe it's maybe he's a special needs. I don't know. It's or he could be just a genius, right? Maybe he just want he's trying to get in trouble. Is this Elon Musk? He's just getting the clicks. I don't know. It's Elon Musk. Who knows? Uh <laughs> more horseshit. So there was a place what is polluted, what dries up every year, killing millions of frog eggs. So I rescued as much as I could every day before they dried up. Every day I filled up a bucket of frog spawn. I took them home and put them in my pond, and I came up with the idea to create a frog army. Then before I put them in the pond, I estimated how much I got. I rescued plus 70,000 frog eggs, and I estimated 1 million for 100,000 frog eggs. Then they hatched into tadpoles. And I'm going to have an army of one point for million frogs. It's not easy looking after so many, but it's worth they it. They're getting legs. Follow along on updates. He, All right. He is not going to have an insect in his yard. Oh, for sure. Now, uh, the, what this video gives us, because it's more of a repeating at this point, but what it gives us is more pictures because it's a vlog. He's doing this, and he doesn't vlog well. He's just vlogging because he knows that the more he puts out, the more people are going to be like, what's this kid up to? Uh, so in it, the videos, you can see. Is this what you did this summer? Huh? I, I didn't see much of this summer. Is this you? This is not me. Admit it. No, you. you'd know if it was me because there's still more videos, Jimmy. Oh, uh, this this we'll call him a kid, right? This kid uh, had the video reel proving he had multiple buckets there. Did he not of the frog spawn? Yeah, mm-hmm. like bucket after bucket after bucket. And then now we're seeing legs. They're getting big. They're showing pa- uh, pattern. So uh, next video. I checked on the tadpoles today, and I noticed a few frogs hopping around near the stones. And I had a look around the garden and found about 400 baby frogs. And them baby frogs will eat lots of flies off this tree. And in the pond is thousands of froglets. So in a few days we'll... I checked on the tadpoles <gasps> today. Your face! <laughs> I can just imagine... Okay, let's say this is your neighbor. Can you imagine this, you being your neighbor, and you're riding your bicycle home one day, and all, yeah. of, all of a sudden there's 50,000 frogs on the freaking road, and you just hit a grease spot and just wipe out into them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This guy probably lives in the middle of Los Angeles, <laughs> and the whole damn city is just overrun by frogs now. Yep. Yeah. All right, next video. 95 days ago, I rescued one point for million oh, 95 frog days. eggs and put them in my pond for a frog army. And now they leaving the pond. And now a million little frogs hopping around the garden. Oh my God. I don't think I can walk on the grass anymore. 
This is the biggest frog army ever, but I kind of regret this now no one can go in the garden. The full garden and the neighbors are took over by millions of baby frogs. And there is still about <laughs> half a million tadpoles. <laughs> still, they're still Don't manufacturing. The giant frog army grow. This was successful. 95 days okay. ago, I rescued. Okay. Can you, I mean, here's the thing. If he could sell these things for a dollar a piece, it would never work. You know what I mean? If it was worth anything, mm -hmm. you couldn't do this. But this guy just fell off his freaking wagon. Okay. So now, like, we're you not said, done yet. No, we're not done yet. Now this guy is getting serious, right? Now he has. Oh, he's, he wasn't serious in the first 1.2 million. Now he's got a, a million frogs that have hatched. And uh, his neighbors begin to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're everywhere. Do think this was my fault. Because of my giant frog army. Because I raised one point for million frogs for a frog army, they have all spread across the neighborhood. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I'm not, I, there's a bunch of videos. You got to look this up again. Shout out to the guy. He deserves a little, uh, 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 at least your click, right? Thin frog on TikTok. Uh, there's a bunch of these, and they have invaded his house through the foundation. Uh, they have gone through neighbors' houses through their foundations. They have utterly uh, invaded the entire suburban community. Um, I'm gonna leave you with this last video because <laughs> he's he's kind of it's drifting now. Because he's getting in trouble. Uh, so, <laughs> here, you, here you go. I think one of my neighbor has left because I created a army of one point for million frogs. Because she has a phobia of frogs and it's taken over lots of the neighbor's gardens with one point for million little frogs. I didn't think anyone would mind I did this because they would have dried up and I was never allowed a pet frog. Follow to see them get massive. I wonder how long it took him to name them all. So, uh, <laughs> when you look at these videos, the, the, this guy's showing you the, the uh, lawn of his garden, which you can't see anymore because it's covered by black-brown, just thousands of black... It's like a moving carpet. It's so many of these if, across this whole neighborhood. If you want to mean, read more about this, if you check out Revelations in the Bible... Revelations! <laughs> You will find out. The frogs and the locust was just some kid memeing in his backyard. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Maybe that's why he did it. It was for a Moses uh, Moses play or something at school. Oh my god, that is just yeah. So, uh, so I mean, there's so many. Can you imagine now these things crossing the highway, and it'd be like running over freaking popcorn. Oh. Well, he he's in his videos. He says that he has to do a certain like slow movement to get to his house from his car because he he kills so many. Mom well, when you got 1.4 million, you're probably going to afford to kill well, you. That and he has such a problem in his house. He's got thousands of them in his house now. So. Yeah. How, how do you not have, seriously, how do you not have 10,000 seagulls or birds? Oh, God. Something. How do you not have 1,000 birds in your backyard just eating? Gobble, and, gobble, gobble. Yep. That was, yeah. Was that, was that a ride? That was unfortunate. Now, imagine me watching this guy for the for months, you know? Keeping that under my hat for a while. <laughs> I kind of wish you would have. <laughs> welcome, Jimmy. <laughs> so uh, I now know what I'm going to do next year. I'm going to do a 2.4 million frog army and release it in Jimmy's yard. If I you put of... any of those in my <laughs> fish pond in my house, 
I'm going to shit in your mailbox every day for... <laughs> you promise? Yes. I kind of want to see what it looks like when they're fully grown. Oh, I'm assuming he's not going to stop, you know, vlogging about it, but... I mean, he's got to be in legal trouble. You know, let, let's pretend he's in an HOA. They're, they're going to hang him. Because, like, one and a half million itty-bitty just turned from tadpole to frog. Size frogs. That's yeah. impressive. I mean, he... But full-size frogs. He showed some bigger ones, and they almost, I thought, the one kind of looked like a leopard frog. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but I thought it looked like a leopard frog. It, the patterns on the tadpoles look similar. And so those yeah. things can jump six feet. Can you imagine mm-hmm. a thousand of these going across the freaking highway in the middle of the night when you're driving home on your motorcycle or your car? Oh, God. Even just walking home, you feel them under your feet. Hey, at least you won't have those dickheads that try to spray for mosquitoes. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. <laughs> they won't need to. They won't, yeah. All right. So, last chance you know, before I, we get to the weirdest one. I think that's what happens. You know, what they talk about uh, sea turtles. You know, they, they have, you know, hundreds of babies, but a sea turtle, only two survive to adulthood, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this guy just kind of one-up nature. Right. So, this last one was uh, saved. I was sent this a long time ago. I mean, a long effort ago oh. about a gentleman uh, that is creating... What he likes to call a hampshire. God, these aren't gerbiling videos, are they? It's so much worse. Mm, I don't know if it gets worse. So this is 11 years ago. Um, this is his prototype for a hampshire. He names it Mark One. Now there's the audio is shit, so uh, I will describe. It's it's a grainy video because again it's 11 years ago, and it's a sealed rubber sealed plastic container that he submerges into water. Okay, seems harmless. Well, then the next video that he does is all the way to the bottom here. There it is. Uh, Project Hampshire Lake Mission. So he takes this same container, and now it has a hamster in it with food bowls, a water and food bowl. And he submerges his hamster in his, I'm assuming, tub. It says lake here and does have brown water. Uh, And sure enough... Underneath water, you have a submerged container to hold a hamster. And this is how his YouTube channel begins. Uh, this guy says, the YouTube channel is I Choose Hampshire, H-A-M-P-T-U-R-E. And it's a massive vlog on how he creates submarine-style homes for his furry friends. Uh... The good, the bad, the leaks, the deaths, everything's vlogged. Does it explain why, though? Not once. Not once does it explain why. Um, and the beautiful thing about hamsters is they chew through everything. Mm-hmm. And he's got them in plastic containers underwater. The hard plastic is a certain grade. They don't chew through it. They don't care. They're kind of happy. Dude, squirrels can chew through galvanized garbage cans. I'm just saying. A hamster doesn't care about plastic. They don't. In all his training, I have, and I've looked through quite a few of these, not one of these has been chewed through. Well, they're probably sedated a little bit. I would assume being submerged. So, so then, how, he, how are they getting oxygen? Okay, so let's, let's look at the, uh, you know, this is the Mach 2.5. So here's one of the early videos. Um, he takes these plastic containers... And he, they're sealed, so one end he puts an airline in, and the other end he keeps as a, a check valve 
So all he does is continually use different air pumps. He starts with aquarium pumps, but realizes they don't have the pressure he needs, so they eventually give up, and his hamster dies. Um, they don't have the pressure he needs, so this guy gets really creative. He's very good at engineering some shit. And he's been putting different pressure check valves, uh, and then he moves on to multiple chambers. So first it's one container that has air pumping in and the others uh, air pumping out. Uh, then it moves to tunnels. So container one goes to container two. And, you know, the first area is for his food and bed. The other area is for, like, a hamster wheel and something else. Very creepy shit. So it just gets more and more intricate the more he does this over the years. Uh, then he starts breeding hamsters in them and making uh, different enclosures where he can connect the ones to have them move depending on if they need more space for breeding purposes. Um, ham, he, ham lab one and two. Right, ham lab <laughs> one and two. Um, it's like space lab. So it gets it gets creative. He's not just doing rubbermaid totes. He'll start you know getting like a seventy five gallon aquarium. Just put gravel, fill it with water, and then that's his you know. So as he's killing hamsters, he's learning. <laughs> he's learning. Uh, it doesn't really go into a lot of the deaths. You you kind of get. You know, the stuff that has happened in the past. Because all the hamsters keep changing colors? He seems to be very focused <laughs> on the care and happiness of the hamsters, ironically. Normally, this would be some Ted Bundy shit, in my opinion. <laughs> Real quick. Some serial killer, you know. I, I That's the first thing that went through my head. Is like, how do I keep somebody underwater so you can't hear them scream? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It's a whole lot. So he, he gets more and more intricate, coming with these new, uh, you know, hamster phases, expedition pods. Um, and here's 2013, April 29th. Oh, my God. Um, right now, to describe what you were seeing, the middle is the rectangular container. He has a automated water dispenser that's bored through the container. And he has two sub-pods. Nope, there's a third. Never mind, they move to the left. So it's these giant peanut butter containers that he has connected where <laughs> they can go into for their extra play activities. Now it looks like he has two hamsters in here. Mm-hmm. I saw a third in the other container. And it's just, it's kind of like the hamsters ones that are dry where they have the tubes connecting them. Except he's fitted all of these. So he's got a play wheel. You can see one of the hamsters playing. And this guy is just full-on getting just the biggest kick out of his his wheel. His wheel and, so, I mean, and, and playhouse. The only thing I can... The only advantage is that it probably keeps the hamster smell in your room down to a bit. It doesn't. Does it, Because it's just going to... Re- it's still it just releases it. Oh, God, I yeah. would stink. So now he begins to add... You know, tries to think of ways he can expand, so then he has his fish to his enclosure... So fish are on the outside, hamsters are on the inside of the same tank. And th- he doesn't even start doing words. This is still, t- you know, years ago. It's just videos showing of what he did with the webcam and hamsters in an aquarium. Um, let's keep going here. So how many videos do you think he's got? Oh, there's, there's uh, well over 100 so far. So is he still posting to this day? Yes, yes he is. It's a giant. Did this giant guy log. used to like frogs? Nope. Uh, <laughs> at least are you sure? He, that's not what he's painted. Um, so he, he he documents this, and now he starts beginning July twentieth to do with commentary. So here he is it in his own voice. Maybe 
He's a very quiet. He's individual. a quiet guy. Oh, 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 there we go. I had it. There's plenty of light and it's it's warm enough. If I turn the heaters on, it actually kills the grass and um, causes condensation up the sides. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's too warm in there, even without, without the heaters, just because it's summer. I don't know. So that, that kind of gives you a little tip that not only is he uh, trying to see if it works, but he's trying to see the, how long he can do this and what's the long-term, you know, cleanings and the whole thing. So right now he's talking about temperature. In his room is an ambient temperature of, let's assume, 70 degrees, 69 degrees. Uh, then your tank water is supposed to lower that 6 degrees, roughly, right? But inside, it, water acts as insulation at that point. And he's got multiple hamsters in these tiny plastic Rubbermaid bins. I mean, they're tiny. They, they're literally the same bins that you put like your cell phone in when you're going on a tubing trip and put some accessories in. Uh, so now he's got a bunch of that with bedding insulation, multiple hamsters, and, his, and pumped air, which who knows what heat comes off the pump. And he's experiencing condensation when he puts an aquarium heater in because his churn, uh submerged living space is not insulated enough to handle the warm water to a warmer environment, so it creates condensation inside, creating mold inside of his hamchurn uh, cages. So either this guy is a serial killer, or he works for NASA. Uh, he, he's, if that was his picture, probably a serial killer. I'm guessing a serial killer. So, so if anybody from the from the law enforcement listening, sure, you might want to check this Ab guy out because it won't fit in the aquarium. So I went out and I literally just caught some wild minnows from a local pond. The nice thing is minnows are really tough. They're like the, the cockroaches of the fish world. So they can He's tolerate a real fish really expert. wide range of temperatures and pHs. I still acclimated them for 15 minutes because that's what the internet said to do. And <laughs> So it, it gets pretty great. So uh, let's, let's move on. Move ahead here, right? Um, progress report. He makes a Patreon. It's still active to this day. Um, then he talks about some of the gears, battery solutions, because he wants an independent hamp churn. Of course, because when you're out in the middle of the forest putting people... <laughs> well, now he's just trying to look up... It says here, possible locations, because he's talking of mega habitat. So he's building a bigger habitat, um, and he's looking for locations to try them in his area, like a river, a wetland, or a pond. So it's no longer just in his aquarium at his house. So here's an update from... December of 2018. Hello, my beauties. It's me, Mad Scientist. Trying to get that angle that you get when you open your phone camera and it's looking like up at you at an extreme angle and you look like you've got 17 chins or like your neck is a foreskin. How's this? Is that, is that doing anything for you? It is. Jimmy, your, your arm's getting goosebumped. That's right, I, I'm wearing just... sunglasses at night. You have to. When you're a mad scientist, you have to dress like this. They require you to send them monthly selfies so that the council can judge your attire. I am here at Petco because I recently discovered uh, $550 in my Patreon that I didn't know was there. I didn't know. I assumed that <laughs> Hampshire was going nowhere, and I was totally unaware of the huge spike in supporters from the Mr. Meat Occur uh, Meat 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 Occur Meat Occurs YouTube channel so now I've got all this fucking money to to play with and 
You buy a lot I of hamsters. So many ideas. I think I'm just going to, for today, I'm just going to buy a huge reel of aquarium tubing so that I have enough to actually <laughs> run an airline out to the habitat. I'm going to need an extension. The habitat. To a way to waterproof the connection. It's probably hard for you guys to listen to this, but it's it's pretty creepy stuff. We'll try to buff the audio in post. But, uh, so, so this guy, he didn't know that his Patreon was working. And he was kind of thinking about, you know, this Hampshire product, uh, product project is not paying off for him. He looks like every criminal that kind of hiding his identities in the right. dark, wearing sunglasses, sitting, got the sitting in a vehicle with a heated jacket on. So here's him in Petco. Your cozies. I felt cute, okay? Quack. off. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I picked a smaller one so that they can vary their own heat voluntarily by moving towards or away from the heated portion of the floor. The other one, uh, most of the floor is heated, and the hamster, when he would overheat, didn't have a lot of room. Nearing? I got hamsters! <laughs> I got hamsters! <laughs> yeah, I couldn't resist it. I know that it's going to be a couple months before I can put habitats in the water, and I should have really waited until then, but I missed having them. I had, had to wait a while just because I still felt messed up over entrusting the survival of the last hamsters to a guy that I knew for a fact is high more than he is sober. So he gave up on his hamster project because it didn't kick off. Now he's seeing money in a Patreon and it's reviving boys. So uh, if you're listening to this, please, I choose Hampshire. Uh, it is patreon.com forward slash Hampshire. And uh, throw up a couple dollars uh, his way from the aquarium, guys. You know what no, I'm saying? No. <laughs> Give him $10 to quit. <laughs> Go quit. buy some meth <laughs> and freaking stay home and, and quit hurting hamsters, you freaking freak. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. It's so much worse. Give it time. Um, <clears throat> so, now, more build projects, right? Um, what's a good one I can go to? Let's go to this one. Hampshire was filmed for a live studio audience and is brought to you by Back Alley Sex Change Operations. <laughs> <laughs> also, the corporation from Subnautica, apparently. And it's only one letter off. Hmm. Really activates the old almonds. Really chopped the f out of that pea pod. I didn't use a hot dog. I don't have hot dogs. I don't eat hot dogs. They're so you can tell his, his vlogs are very all over the place. I'm assuming he's having fun with this. How have you not had him on the podcast? I have not reached out. So this gentleman now, at this point, is in 2019, uh, leak testing for his Mega Hub. He's getting uh, products like Flex Seal. He's finding specialized check valves and other things. I mean, he's going all out. So here is the Made Tunnels, uh, February 2019. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Shitty. It was supposed to snow. I got ripped off. I bought like $90 worth of food, more than I usually get, because I thought I would have to have stockpiles. So if I got snowed in, okay, here we go. scratched up here where the old hole saw slipped after the drill bit broke, but that's going to be covered by the valve. Look at what he's doing. Installed. So for the audience, <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> He's putting outer seal valves, pressure-fitting uh, fitted valves. He's putting bolts through all these new containers, and he's making this really big enclosure. Uh, if you look at this picture here, Jimmy, um, you can see that big chambers, cooler-sized cha chambers now, 
and uh, a lot more hardware and equipment that he's engineering together. When this guy is not doing hampshires, he's doing bombs. I'm saying he's making bombs in his basement. Right. So now uh, he's adding a dome skylight. Um, let's see for the next one. Uh, using new formed tunnels that he's building himself. How does a person get to the point in their life where they just wake up one day and go, I want to see hamsters living underwater? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure this guy's single. I'm just saying, hey, for you ladies <laughs> out there looking for a man to take care of you, because I'm sure this guy will take care of you, but you'll probably be in a casket underground being force-fed worms through a tube. You'll be the next one in a box underwater. All right, here it finally is, the Megahab River Test. Already e-begged for Patreon subs. Whoop, 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 I got to skip ahead. So this guy is now out in, in the waterway. So he, I'm going to mute it. So right now, here is his vehicle. So he's got all his equipment. He's got this, uh, it looks like battery pack generator. He's got his uh, whole ham churn assembly. And now he's pulled up to a docking station where he's giving it a, a full test in a lake. He's got a camera inside the ham churn, and he's fully submerged it into said lake. So it's only a matter of time before he independently floats a ham churn out to uh, a lake and then leaves it for weeks on end with solar panels and uh, sees how long they last. I'm assuming he's going to go there to feed. It's, uh, <laughs> it's getting a little crazy. Now, you ask... That was 2019, 20, and he's still been doing vlogs uh, about how he's adding power outlets to his car to do more testing out and about. Um, lots of fun. But here's here's the, the, the tip of the iceberg, right? Uh, here is his Twitch channel. And what you're looking at, boys, is a live stream of his current ham churn. Sure. Not, there's no end. Uh... And yeah, the, right now we're looking at the hamsters sleeping in the ham churn. There's nothing in the play space, so... We're, we're hoping the hamsters sleeping. I saw the Jimmy, we, PETA hates us not, uh, uh, enough. We don't need them. Looks, so. like a, looks like a rat tail. Oh, oh, me. oh, there's a tail. That's a mm -hmm. gerbil. Oh, yes, I forgot. He switched to mice for their, you know... Oh, it's either a mouse or it's a gerbil. Yes. He, did, he did switch to mice. You know why? Mice are cheaper. Mice are cheaper. So, uh, yeah... I choose it's Hampshire. A rat. There it is. There it is. It crawled through the tube, and it's still alive. Thank God. Oh. So uh, we're going to have the links in the description, unfortunately. No, don't. So Please check don't. out his live stream and make sure that mouse is alive, and if not, call the authorities. I want to call the authorities anyway. I don't know what... Can you imagine that phone call? <clears throat> Excuse me, officer. Yes. Uh, there's a man that's just killed his mouse. No, that's not a penis reference. Quit laughing. This is an emergency. Yeah. You have got too much time on I your do. hands. I mm do. -hmm. And you crawl into the deepest, darkest crap. You, mm -hmm. I've been saving this one for a while. You're, you're disturbed. Years. I've been saving this for years. You should have saved it for a few more years until I was dead. It's, it's pretty horrible. So, yeah. I just can't get down the why. Like, what would be the point? Well, okay, there, in some of his other videos, right, he uh, points out that he has a a Patreon, right, and he has been writing a book. If you missed the Indiegogo, it is generally available to the public on the Vivid Dreamkeepers website. Uh, that includes merchandise that was formerly exclusive to backers. At least there it is. One piece if you wanted book, uh, wanted part of his book, uh, great, so... 
I, I just think that he it's part of his creativity. He's just special that he he wants to write vivid stories and then replay them and somehow with his mice. I just I don't know. Uh, if you ever watched the documentary "Don't F*** with Cats" on Netflix, a dude tortured cats uh, online and posted them, and they eventually he grew out of cats and he went on to people. This guy doesn't want to torture them. He wants his mice happy, but submerged. So, is the next step that he's going to kidnap some person and put them in an yes. enclosure underneath, yeah. yes, like yeah. Subnautica? Yeah, absolutely, one thousand percent. He is Derek. So right. I That's I what don't the book's know. About. That's, like, I, I have not purchased the book. <laughs> I mean, that, that happened, I'm scared. That happened in the 70s where somebody got kidnapped and they took and they put him in a casket type container and they buried him out in the middle of the woods. And they said, you know, the generator will run for two days and then they're going to be dead. And they That's, they found. I mean, there's movies like that out there. This mm-hmm. is this, this guy. He's yeah. just starting his hamster enclosures so he can keep someone alive in there. I don't think he wants him dead though. Ever. He, yeah. he wants to get good at this. Jeffrey Dahmer he wanted just, the boyfriend for a while, too, but that didn't go so well. <laughs> he wants to know how to keep his wife from leaving. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, she's already dead, and she's mummified in the closet. That puts a whole new meaning to put the lotions on the skins. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be... That makes him look normal. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a lot. It's creepy. It's weird. You know, if this guy is your ex-boyfriend, I want to hear from you. <laughs> I want to know make this guy tick. I want to know where he's at so I can make sure I never go there. I don't know. But I, what, uh, I are you not entertained, Jimmy? I you know what the the frog the frog thing is entertaining. This is disturbing. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on, you're entertained. I saw that I saw the goosebumps on some of your arms get creeped out by this. Come on, on some of my arms like I've got eight arms. Yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden, well, I, there's four <laughs> eyes on my happy meal toy, so Wow. People are just thoroughly entertained right now. They're driving off the road into the ditch. They gotta be. Well, you guys got anything else to add? No, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go home and get my wire brush out. I'm gonna pour some acid in my eyes and brush my teeth with bleach and curl up in the fetal position, lay on the bottom of the shower and cry for a while. This is weird. Go home and check out that guy's Patreon. Uh, uh, dead serious. <laughs> Throw him a few bucks. <laughs> You got to keep an eye on that uh, Twitch stream. It's running all day long. It's just showing his ham churn. Chur. Chur. I always want to say with an N. You know, it it never ceases to amaze me. No matter what it is, there's a group out there that you could entertain. No matter what you do. You know, all these girls, (laughs) these these girls that are doing, doing foot fetish where I'm squishing bananas with my toes. And the gal's got like freaking... 30,000 people that follow her. Okay, oh, and that, pay her money. That ASMR crap. What's I don't that? understand that. Yeah. So they call they call things that you never knew that you were excited about. What's ASMR? A surprise boner, right? So uh, whose surprise boner is for the Hampshire, you know? It's people making weird, like, mouth noises really quietly and crap. Like, oh, it oh me Robbie made me watch that. I can't stand that. Yeah, I did. That was our Thanksgiving together. So... Robbie came over to our house for Thanksgiving, and here's what we do at Thanksgiving at my house. We go downstairs, we turn up the music really loud, and we drink a lot of beer. Then Robbie shows up, he comes down and goes, I want to show you guys something. You guys got to check this shit out. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're looking at each other, and have you ever seen a room clear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robbie cleared the room, and, like, and he goes, isn't this great, guys? And you're like, as I'm walking upstairs, oh, going, you. you guys did that for an hour before you guys disappeared. I'm just like, how can this end well? <laughs> 
you know, normally I'm headbanging to some freaking 80s rock and roll, drinking beer, having a good time, and I, and I go upstairs and I go to Jen, I go, don't invite Robbie next year. Frank <laughs> lost his mind. And so now, what's the new rule when you're at our house downstairs? No one gets the remote besides Jimmy. Right. Robbie does not touch the remote. So I have a Sonos system at my house. So then he overtakes my Sonos system and starts playing just really weird shit. And especially my favorite one was that he played, um, who is now one of, one of my favorites, but the freaking girl that, that was mooing. Oh, Bitch on Macau? Bitch on Macau. Yeah, she's got a Grammy now. Yeah. That was back in the days when she was nobody. Right. What the hell right. is that? Oh, oh, what's her name? Uh, she's it's copyrighted, but go look it up. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. And Doja Cat's got a lot of great stuff out now. I really like her. Yeah, it's it's literally Bitch on Macau. Oh, play it. Macau. Play it, man. I, <sighs> all right, no. you guys get a clip. Just give a quick clip. Doja Cat's big Doja enough. Cat's, she, she ain't going to give a shit about us. us. Doja Cat. So, so, Moo. Here you so go. So then he starts showing us stuff like this. Here you go. Just clip. Oh, yeah. Right there, Jimmy. Give a review. So we got Dojo Cat with her hoo ha. Oh, here you go. Here we go. And she's got French fries yeah. up her nose. <laughs> bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. So there you go. So Robbie's not allowed to run videos at my house or my Sonos system anymore. He has to sit there and shut up. That's all he can do anymore. <laughs> he comes over. Hide all electronics from him oh and make him walk through a metal detector before entering your home. No kidding. You know what? Here's another. I'm glad that one stuck. I really am. Hey, Robbie, here's another turkey sandwich. Shut the heck up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so at, at, he just literally killed the buzz in the room, and people just <laughs> left going, what just happened? <laughs> you instantly sobered up. Because my my parties on the basement are epic. Epic. It cost, every time we have a party downstairs in our basement, it just cost me $85 to clean the carpet because people are dancing and spilling drinks and throwing up. It's a great time. But no, Robbie comes in and starts playing a bitch on Macau and freaking clears the place up. And some chick going. Our buddy Wayne, though, that joins Thanksgiving with us, he was thoroughly amused. Yeah, he had nightmares. Wayne had nightmares for yeah. several days. It was a legitimate nightmares, not even comedy. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, so he he said that Robbie's not allowed to play that anymore. So you either. play him this podcast and show him Ham. Uh, I choose Hampshire. Ah, uh, no, yeah, or at least the Frog Army. That was I'll good. show him the Frog Army. All right. Well, if you guys got some, you know, royally fucked up stories, no, please. I, we don't want to know about. Send them in Facebook no. page, Discord. Yeah, you you kind of want to hear some more. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it, okay. Last one before I leave. Uh, Derek and I spent... I invited him over. Bro, what are we going to do? I don't know. And we just sat at this podcast studio. I have a six, you know, 65, 70-inch TV above us. And all we did for the next six hours was uh, look stupid stuff up on the dark web. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great. They had, you know, how to how to do... Uh, oh, wait. Make contraptions out of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. They had a entire uh, exercise thing of how to uh, do exercises to stretch your penis out. Robbie learned um, what a red room is. That don't Google that. Uh, we red, found red room. Yeah, don't yeah, don't, don't Google that. Don't Google no, that. No. no. Okay. Uh, it was mo- besides that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, so next time you want to burn six hours, no, we can do I, another episode I, like this. I'm gonna go home, lock my door, and turn off the lights and <laughs> pretend it's freaking Halloween. And I'm not answering the door. <laughs> Who is it, Robbie? Jim's not here. <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, leave me well, alone. I don't know. You still haven't got 
the clearance to come over here this oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, no. All right. Well, guys, uh, don't forget these fish. D-E-E-Z fish.co. Uh, check it out. Come see us. Come see the aquarium. Derek, thank you. Thank you. You got anything to add? Any uh, kick-ass specials that are they say, hey, I listen to the podcast. What's my discount? Oh, he's 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 got discus on sale. Seventy five percent off. Seventy five percent off. Now tomorrow he'll be marking them up three hundred dollars. There you go. We'll see what we can work out. All right, so you get a mystery promo when you say, "Hey, I listened to you on the Aquarium Guys podcast." Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if you if you go in there and say, "Hey, Derek, I heard you on the podcast," and he'll say, "I'll tell you what's the red room is." Right. No, no, do not. Uh, when you get uh, last update before we go. Uh, we've had plenty of people express to us from a prior episode of how we've pranked uh, different people. We, wherever we go, at least wherever I go, uh, and I have a fish friend, I generally try my best to leave a dildo in an aquarium. I did it to Jimmy. I've done it to a lot of people. I even did it to Ohio Fish Rescue when we stayed at their place for about a week, and I left a dildo in one of their tanks, and sure enough, it showed up in one of the U- a couple of the YouTube videos. Did you ever get invited it. back? Yeah, they, I mean, we keep in touch lightly, but we're both busy people. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Robbie calls him, and they go, "Don't call us anymore." Oh, Josh called me, found the dildo, love it. You know, <laughs> it was it was great. Yeah. So now people have been asking for aquarium dildos, specific aquarium dildos from us. So we are looking into sourcing uh, specialized aquarium dildos for our audience. Um, you'll find posts probably on our Facebook page, and you know, definitely check out the Discord. That is so demented. <laughs> so demented. Well, uh, buy some merch. Uh, share this with a friend. And uh, don't kill your hamsters in a sub ter- uh, uh, submarine-style Rubbermaid tub. Also, don't Richard Gearham either. So, Richard Gearham? You know Richard Gear, the actor? Okay. Yeah, I'm looking up. Until next time. Peace. Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this. Australia, up to 90% of the equalum population is infested with chlamydia. Well, then we should eat them son of a bitches into extinction. There, just pulled it up. I mean, if you, I mean, <laughs> if, if you put them long enough on the grill... <laughs> Wouldn't they? When the you leave no gone? pink, all right. If you I want think. the clap burger, then don't leave any so, pink. Uh, okay, I'm not, let's let's not was, have koala burgers. Wasn't it like two years ago they tried to cook all the koalas already? No, that was a, called a fire. Yeah, uh, that that was yeah. when the whole country was burning down. Yeah. Oh, that was maybe it was just a barbecue, Jimmy. You know. I wonder how a kangaroo is. 